Hello, good afternoon, guys. Welcome to MK Community Brokerage on the Road podcast. My name is Mohammed, and I will be your host for today's podcast. Now, the first podcast, I talked about how to become an auxiliary police officer. I talked about the rules of regulation. I talked about how and what to do, how to become one, how long it takes, what is the whole procedure, and the whole nine yards. So I talked about everything in the, the for my very, very first podcast. So today, for episode two podcast, I'm going to be talking about how to become an assistant teacher in New York City. Now, a lot of times people don't realize like what the whole procedure is and how to become an assistant teacher. Um, I'm actually going to explain to you what the whole step is. I'm going to give you a step-by-step guidelines about what to do, what not to do, how to become one, what the whole procedure is, and such and such. And I'm going to give you my own experience as well so that you guys could relate to me or you guys will have an understanding what to do. And get, keep this in mind, I'm only going over in New York City. Now, obviously, the New York State has, and other states have their own rules, regulation, their own procedures. So please follow their guidelines and see what it is. The first thing first, before I begin, if you guys are interested in going in the field of education, assisting teaching is one of the best places to get your foot stuck and actually exploring the DOE system. Now, a lot of times people don't realize it. So in order to become an assistant teacher and what you do is just make sure you guys love what you want to do. This is a hard, uh, it is a position where it requires a lot of concentration on one child or a group of children, depending on what type of school setting you're in. So keep that in mind. If you love children, you know you're good at it, you know you got you are talented enough to even take care of children or a one kid or group of children, then this is the right career for you. Especially if those people that are planning to become certified elementary school teacher, certified element uh, a high school teacher, or whatever the case is, this is the right career path for you. Now, obviously, DOE is completely different than charter schools and private sectors. So keep this in mind. I'm only going over the Department of Education, New York City schools with DOE rules regulation guidelines. So the first step you need to do in order even to become an assistant teacher is to get a nomination. Uh, some of the requirements in order to become an assistant teacher is basically you need to have a, a, an, uh, a high school diploma. You need to have certain courses such as a child abuse and neglect, school violence prevention and intervention, and DASA training, the, you know, the bullying prevention training, should I also call it. Now, these three trainings, you usually get it from the DOE once you get nominated. If you don't want to wait on that, you can always do this on your own. Obviously, you could either do it online or you could go to a school and do it. Some schools offer this for 50 to $75. So keep this in mind. Every school is different, the way you go and where you apply for. So, you know... The, the every school to school is different. You know, some private schools might give it to you. Some CUNY schools might give it to you. CUNY has their own thing. So obviously, it goes on what type of money they're going to ask you for it. So keep this in mind. I wanted to be very clear on this. Um, uh, going on that, um, once you obviously... Once you go to a DOE school, you need to get nominated by a school principal. That's the first step. Obviously, having that requirement is different. The high school diploma and everything, that's one of the must requirements. You need to have, have, a, have, have a high school diploma. That's separate for that. But if you don't, if you, see, if you have the high school diploma, after that, you need to get nominated <coughs> by a school principal. Now, I'm not talking about a private school principal and I'm not talking about a charter school principal. I'm talking about a, a DOE, Department of Education school principal. Now, you go to a school and you want to apply for uh, becoming an, an assistant teacher, the principal will have to nominate you, meaning that she has to send an email to the Department of Education saying that this person, name, last name, first name, date of birth, ta- uh, uh, your 
social security number is person qualified for becoming uh, an assistant school teacher now she or he will put it in and you will get an email regarding how to become an assistant to a school teacher okay you'll get that email you'll you'll obviously fill it out they're gonna ask you for an appointment date that, that's the first step getting an, uh, getting a nomination is the first step you'll get the email then you'll go to a date now the first step is the hardest step why do I say that for those of you that are thinking in my head why is this guy saying this is the hardest step guess what not every one of us will know a public school teacher and those of you that might know that's public school teacher might not nominate you it happens it happened to me I went over 10 to 15 different schools. I wanted to get nominated. I remember today that I went one of the schools and it located on Flatbush. Uh, it's a, kind of like a, a high school. And I went in, I wanted to speak to the principal. And I said, you know what? Uh, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to, uh, you know, was wondering that if I'm able to, you know, get nominated because I was trying, you know, going school for school. I was wondering if you guys are looking for assistant school teacher or a paraprofessional, also known as, uh, that I'm able to. The first thing the principal said that I don't even know you. I'm like, I'm really sorry, ma'am. I'm like, I don't, I know you don't know me, but I was wondering that. She's, and then she cut me off, and uh, she didn't really cut me off. And she said that, you know, um, I'm really sorry about that, but uh, I really can't. I don't even know you who you are. I don't even know you, so it doesn't make sense for me to nominate you. I mean, th in reality, you don't have to work in the school. As long as the principal nominates you, you could go anywhere in New York City. But the fact for her to nominate me was a question like, who the heck are you? I'm not even gonna I don't know you I'm not gonna nominate you and unfortunately this is how it is for everywhere for those of you that don't know a school principal this will be the hardest task to get a nomination you know unfortunately there are some time to time a yearly day still open nomination for a certain amount of time and you need to go to a school principal some school principal don't even know even do it even the people that you know they might just made up excuses they use their office clerk people and you know throw in right in front of you say you know what uh, tell the, the tell the, this guy that you don't need you and unfortunately that's how they do it and you don't get nominated and that's it you're gone from there Unfortunately, this is how it is. I'm, I'm, you know, it is kind of disappointing to be honest with you that you you took so so you know that you you work your butt off you know to get you know get a high school diploma and you want to now your problem is you get a nomination and now you can't even get nominated. Unfortunately, this is the step. Um, that's why a lot of times if you know a principal, keep this in mind, keep them in handy. You know, you never know when a person might come through and this is one of the situations. If you guys have a school principal, you will be blessed to get a nomination. If not, then you won't be. Unfortunately, that's how it is. So make sure you know a school principal first in order for you, you need to step in this game. Unfortunately, then if you, if you try to think about it and then you can't get it, you get disappointed because I was really disappointed. I was lucky enough that I was actually a... Uh, what you call I was volunteering in a school as uh, as my teaching years you know to become a, a regular teacher you need a four year high school uh, four year bachelor's degree and I actually was one of the schools and the principal saw me w working hard you know like I, I was trying to help out teachers I, you know I brought coffee and, and you know like you know like you know make you know like help everyone out as a community you know like you know just help everyone out you know like the principal liked me and she nominated me you know to become an assistant school teacher which is very very quick to be honest with you, to get my foot stuck in the door, I was very, very excited. That right after my, after I graduated, I actually had assistant school teaching job in different DOE school as a substitute paraprofessional, which I was very blessed to be in that category. So I went into different places, different, uh, different, uh, you know, 
areas and in, unfortunately I didn't get nominated but when I did get nominated I was very very grateful for the for the school that I was in but if I went other schools they never even even look at me to be honest with you they all take my resume they're like you know all these things I'm like you know what it's not even worth it to be honest with you like I, I if I if, if you could have nominated me nominate me if not it is what it is whatever didn't happen got nominated for my own school the principal sent me an email and I was really grateful for her once I got my nomination well that's the first step once you get a nomination then what you do is you go to a school I mean you go to the training it's like a training they basically what they do is they'll call you for an interview um, it's really not really an interview they want to make sure that you know what you're doing so they'll bring you they'll ask you listen do me a favor uh, you know they'll give you certain links to go online and do some courses as well so you go you get a link you do some online courses and everything and what you do is once you obviously finish with the online courses you know like certain courses you have to do as an assistant teacher uh, it's really easy the tests are extremely extremely easy there's no really really not right or wrong, wrong answer as long as you you know what you're doing and you re understand it you should be fine they'll they'll test you on a certain subject uh, you know as an assistant school teacher you pass it then what they'll do is they'll they'll email you email you know like once you finish it they'll once the day on the appointment that you go in for the small interview they'll ask you for all the items and everything they'll collect it and they'll you'll be put in a panel from one 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 on one uh like interview they ask you questions you know what why would you think you become a, a teacher and this and that all the nine yards they ask you what are what you know why should you become one and this and that. like they ask a lot of questions and everything once you pass that requirement once you finish with that requirement and everything they'll tell you okay good thank you very much for your time and you know we'll 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 be contact with you shortly. Obviously, they're gonna give you another email to tell you what you, the next step will be. Most most of the time, that's the only one-on-one -on -one interview, and you know you're usually finished. Uh, they'll give you the orientation. They'll let you know um, and about everything. But usually, they let you know about the DOE school system and what it is. Once you pass the interview, you'll get called again. The second time you get called is you're basically supposed to be coming back again for fingerprints, and you're gonna be doing an or like an official orientation. Like once that's a good sign, knowing that you did go in the interview. Um, keep this in mind. You, if even if you have no experience with the children, you always have ex children in your home. You know, you're either a parent or you're either a big sibling. You always have children. Taking care of children are very, uh, you know, it's not really that hard to do. As long as you take responsibility, you make sure that your their safety is your concern, your number one concern. Make sure that everything's okay with them. That's the main thing about about being an assistant school teacher. And these are the questions they can ask you. If they ask you if, if a child is running and gets hurt, what do you do? Guess what you're supposed to do? You tend to the child's wounds, and then you, and, and if there is an available nurse available, you take him to the nurse's station. And obviously, if it is serious, then you call 911, you let them know what's going on. Simple. As you can see, this is a situation I just made up, and this can't happen as well in real life. So these situations are good to know, and these are the questions that may ask you. Like, you know, if they ask you if you have any experience with children, you can always say, yes, I do. I actually have smaller uh, bro brothers and sisters, siblings, cousins, uh, whatever it is you want to make up. Uh, you know, I have them. I always took care of them. I make sure, you know, like I give them some certain tasks to do, such as either drawing or anything else, you know, stuff like that. If they might ask you with, with, with the, a special need question, and if you know somebody for special need, you can always give them an answer. If you don't know anyone with special need, you can always let them know. Listen, you know, I do know certain. Uh, I do know. I've done a lot of research on special needs, and I've seen, experienced it by, by firsthand by 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 either uh, looking at live interviews. Whatever you want to do, make sure you have an answer. Make sure it's a good answer, obviously.
first part nomination second part interview first step interview the the, the third part is the third the, the the final step interview you could say now keep this in mind i'm going back five six years ago so this is a while while i've done this so they might have changed the uh, inform they might have changed everything so always keep in mind I'm what I'm saying might have been changed even today like they might change something the next day so they keep on changing it but most of the time they usually don't but keep this in mind if they do change it I apologize uh, you know with the current up to date it is I don't I'm not even sure what the whole thing is with up to date today you know like everything changes so time and time and I apologize in advance if the stuff did change uh, and I didn't update it I really regret to be apologetic again to you guys but the first step was this. The first step is always going to be the same. Nominations are always going to be the same. The interview steps might have changed up. They either make one or two the same day or they might just break it apart. So that's what I'm trying to say. Um, so when you go to the third step with the final step interview, what they're going to do is they're going to let you know with a system called Subcentral. Now, Subcentral is a, is a system where it's like a platform, online platform. They have their own website and it's like a computer generated thing that it, sometimes it calls you and, and books you calls for different schools when, when an assistant teacher slash paraprofessional uh, calls out that day. Either they call out sick or they call out, you know, like for emergency day, whatever the case is, that's the part of that day. So keep that in mind with that part. Now. They'll teach you how to use the system. They'll give you a home pamphlet, you know, learning how to use it. Um, you know, other than the pamphlet, then they'll tell you, then they'll give you the the rundown on what to do and what not to do. And they'll tell you, okay, you know what, congratulations, you have become a paraprofessional. Uh, you're going to get fingerprinted. The fingerprinter, they might, they, 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 I think they tell you what days you want to come and get fingerprinted. I think you have to choose your own time or your own date, whatever the case is. That's completely up to you, whatever you want to do. So once you get fingerprinted and everything, once you finish with that part, what you do is afterwards, once you finish with that, you finish with the whole procedure, um, then you would, uh, they're going to give you the, uh, su the substitute teacher booklet. You know, they're going to give you everything. You know, they're going to tell you everything. Once you do, the, that's a basically the final step. And then officially, 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 you have become an assistant teacher in New York City. That's how easy it is. As you can see, it's a lot of process that I've went over, obviously, but that's what you do. Once you go through this, once you pass a final interview, you get your fingerprinted, they're going to give you an ID, obviously. You'll get the ID the same day you get fingerprinted. They're going to give it to you. Here you go, sir. That's your ID to go into school to school. You will never have to show your driving license. You could, that's your ID to go into a school. You give it to them and then they'll get into it. Uh, that's how simple, simple it is, to be honest with you, going into school and everything. So basically that's it. You get that and you're done. How easy it is. You'll get calls from either a phone call from Subcentral, which is called, or you'll go, you could go to their website and book schools where you wanna work. The days you're not available, you could put that. You're not available those days. The days you are available, you could put that. You go, you go work once a week if you want. You're a substitute. Keep this in mind. If you're permanent, that's completely different. But as a substitute, you could work certain, like you could work like ten days in the whole year. But there are certain days that you have to work in order to keep your license. If I am correct, you have to do at least fifteen days in order to keep your license. Keep that in mind. Always ask that question because that question might have been changed days more or day less. But most of the time, I think it was 15 days or more in order to keep the license. And if you don't do that, you lose a license. Then you got to go through the whole process over again. But that's how it is at that time. You know, in order to become an assistant uh, school teacher, you have to have a certain amount of days, including a subject you're teaching as well. Uh, but 
But the substitute teaching, I will have another podcast and explain to that process what you do. So assistant teacher, uh, once you pass the final step, you're happy. Like, you know what? Good for me. I'm, I'm done. I'm in the process. Yeah. Now what you do is the thing you do is it's a simple step. Um, it's an easy step. What you do is you go into schools. Now, what you do, what do you mean going to schools? Now, you have to go to a school in order for you to even substitute. You know, the schools that you might be going to is the schools that you have chosen. Now, every person chooses a different school. Now, like, what if, if you live in Queens, you might prefer you want to work in Queens, right? Common sense. You want to work in Queens? I live in Queens. I want to work in Queens. So, it all depends what do you want to do. So, keep this in mind. Whatever you want to do is completely up to you. Now, you can work in Brooklyn. You can put it in the system. You want to work in Brooklyn. You also want to work in Queens. That's completely up to you as well. You could do all that as well. That's no, nothing wrong with that part. So keep that in mind. I just wanted to clarify on this part because a lot of people have a misconception and misunderstanding on what their roles are and what they're supposed to do and what they're not supposed to do. So I just wanted to clear that up for those people that didn't know. Uh, but that's, that's how it is. So now you do the whole steps. You got a school you want to work in. Now the time comes in working in a school. Now I want to literate on this a little bit. Every school has its own rules and regulation. Now, when I worked in District 75, I went over all the schools in New York City. You know, I went over, I went to schools in Brooklyn. Like, that was my specialty. I loved Brooklyn, and I still love Brooklyn, and I will always go over in Brooklyn to schools. Because, it's, first of all, I live in Brooklyn. Why would I want to work in Bronx or Queens or Staten Island, obviously? It's too far away from me. You know, I don't want to pay $12 tolls going back and forth, and that's too expensive. But I always prefer to work in Brooklyn because I live in Brooklyn. My life would be a little bit easy. So when I was working in Brooklyn, I tried my best to look for schools that's close by. You'll you'll get a call for the schools, and obviously you know, or you could you could you could um, you know like book yourself online as well on the schools part and everything. But keep that in mind when you do that. You want to make sure the schools that you want to go to are with the schools that you want to. In special need, as obviously as an assistant teacher, you might when you get school for special need, school's a little bit different. Some schools children are special need based on 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 what you call uh, based on uh, on what's the word I'm looking for? Um, how can I explain it? So let's say some schools are special need based on on on, uh, on behavioral issues. Like you'll have schools that are all behavioral issued students. They all have behavior intervention plan, BIP plan. Some schools are mixed. You'll have the regular students and you have the special needs students. Special needs students are not that not that special, meaning they're not that categorized as being special needs, but they put it in the same classroom. They combine them in the same classroom. Now certain schools, they might have one special needs student in a general ed setting. That special needs student might be uh, like, you know, like for example, he might have a t anger management problem or whatever it is a behavior intervention problem that's what I'm trying to explain so that might be it as well so keep this in mind every school is different that's going into schools now you might be able you might task as an assistant school teacher will be either taking care of the student one student or taking care of a group of students I've had experience with taking care of one student because he has anger management problem and I had uh, 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 experience with taking care of multiple students because the, the, this multiple students had their own issues so keep this in mind every student is different 
on depending on what the what what it is you know like what type of school setting you go into i went to schools where you couldn't get into because they were suicidal students they tried to commit suicide and they sent into a classroom where uh basically it was like a in in home classroom where they couldn't leave for for god knows how long and you couldn't get into a classroom unless you had the keys because students were suicidal so that's where the schools were and i've only worked there for well, i think one or two times in my career because they were so they were so uh you know like uh, suicidal risk you know with that part so that's what the schools were so keep that in mind every school might be different so i, I want to keep this in general setting so but in generally you'll go to different schools you'll experience it differently and you'll learn about different uh, schools their own how how the management works and everything you don't have to worry about this. Like, if you're an assistant teacher, or you sub, especially you're in a substitute paraprofessional, you'll be going to schools where there will be a teacher in the classroom. So you can always ask the teacher, like, I'm sorry, you know, what do you want me to do? What to, always, I always do this. This is my my motto. This is how I work, and I want you guys to follow it if you guys want to. Obviously, I can never force anyone to do anything, but I can always recommend to give them the best interest. Now, if you're brand new, like basically going to a school brand new. You know, you never, you did this before, come half an hour early. You know, find out where the classroom is. You want to come half an hour early, look for the classroom, first of all, if you've never been to the school. You don't know what the parking setting is. You don't know what it is. Obviously, if you have issues, you can always go on Google Maps, put the school, and check with the, you know, the live maps where you can go up and back on the streets. Check to see what type of streets they are. What type of building apartments they are. Is there any parking? Because sometimes there's parking issues in schools. You can never find parking. You know, to keep that in mind, um... So you could always check that out as well to give you guys an understanding where the heck you guys have to go. Now, obviously, if you're taking public transportation, also find out how far it is and everything. Hence, that's why I stated try to look for schools that's close by so you don't have to deal with the headache. So if you unfortunately, if you don't find it, then you go obviously around wherever it is. That's why I prefer to people working, living in the area, also working in the area as well. It's not a police officer job where you're going in or other places where people might find you because they might not like you because you arrested them, whatever the case is. It's a school position job. You're actually helping out the people, uh, the students. So no one's going to have a grudge against you. So keep that in mind. So you can go to different schools. It's not, you're living in the area, you live in Brooklyn, you can also work in Brooklyn, it's not going to be a problem. Uh, but that's what the step is. So when you're when you're doing all this, keep in mind your job is to basically making sure the students are safe or or one student is safe. Making sure what his plan is. Come in early. Find out from the teacher what it is and what's what what to do. What type of behavioral issue this kid has. Find out what your uh you know lunch time is in the school setting. Your lunch time might be different. Tell make sure if you have to do the para uh, para uh, you know the. If you have to do the, what you call the time thing, keeping thing, like some teachers come in, they have to clock in time and everything. Make sure you have to do that or not. You know, do all these parts and everything. Keep this in mind, whatever it is, and you will have a successful uh, time as an assistant teacher. And you might never know. Some principal might offer you full-time position in the same school. And guess what? If you're interested, you can always accept it. And you just became a full-time DOE school teacher as well. Oh, keep this in mind as well. I'm not sure it is one of the requirements. I think it is as well. I forgot to mention this because I went over the steps. Um, you also might need to take the assistant teaching skill test as well. The test is very, very, very easy. As long as you know what you're doing, as, a, in, as, as long as you what you know what you're doing in fifth grade, you should be able able to pass the test. The tests are basic, basic questions. 
like you know uh, what's five multiplies by 25 now if you don't know what what five multiplied by 25 is and you could do it in your head I'm sorry then this is not the right job for you because you need to help out other students as well they might ask you some some scenario questions as well and once you pass the test and everything uh, you could actually apply for on the deal or not on the deal websites you have to actually create a teach account um, I actually forgot to mention that so all these steps are correct steps But in the in the middle of these steps as well You also need to apply for a teach account You could do it right now if you want to before even getting into the school setting You could always do that usually the principal might give you the, the information of what to do usually when you go to the You know the, the the interviews in part one and two they'll tell you what to do as well to creating a teach account They'll tell you but I'm telling you in advance if you guys want to create a teach account with your correct name you correct um, last name, first name, and everything, and everything is okay. Then you can, you're able to you're able to do what you're supposed to do. So keep that in mind, and you know, in in in, in general, uh, what the whole step is. But that's how it's all done. Well, I've been talking for a while, and you know, hopefully, you guys uh, got to the point of what to do and what not to do. Um, guys, it's a very rewarding career. Teaching is one of the best careers in. New York City to be honest with you but uh, you know it's a good assisting teaching uh, paraprofessional slash paraprofessional uh, substitute is one of the best ones best it's best of putting your foot in the door and getting to know how it works be honest with you um, I love the school of substitute paraprofessional uh, you know work I've done this for I did it for a while and I've actually really really liked it you know I love the students students were very good you know I enjoyed working with them especially students obviously require special attention you know it's a lot of repetitive work as well depending on whatever special needs students your school you're going to but it is rewarding afterwards I've been to so many schools obviously you know to be in schools we have students have behavior problems been to schools that students had uh, you know like they were all disabled unfortunately I give you know on wheelchairs and everything I've been to so many different schools that I've actually had an honor and privilege to working different schools will teach you different different uh, different things which was very rewarding experience um, with that being said Thank you again, guys, for listening to my podcast. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully, you guys learned all these steps on what to do and what not to do. Um, for those of you, do, if you're interested, you can guys check out my channel. I actually put all my channels uh, description, which is MK Communities Brokerage, a YouTube channel. I also have a Daily Motion channel. I also have a website as well. If you guys need to ask me privately questions, you could do that, or you can hit me up. Uh, you could t- you could hit me up. Uh, text on Facebook obviously uh, like you know like let me know if you have any questions I have so many ways to contact me so you guys if you guys are confused about this or if you need to talk to me obviously I'm always available to help you guys out um, in any way I can I don't mind you can call me you can ask me the same question 50 60 100 times I'm never get offended as long as you guys are understanding what to do I'm I'm there to help you guys out Thank you again, guys, for listening to my podcast. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Or again, if you guys have any other questions, comment, concern, please comment. Please, you know, like, let me know what's going on, and I'm going to try to help you out. Thank you again, guys, for listening to my podcast, and please share my podcast with other people that do need help. Thank you again, guys, and, and have a beautiful day.